0: Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real, true stories. May the narrative be with you. We had just finished lunch at this little hole in the wall recommended to us by our, at that point, battered copy of Lonely Planet Vietnam. We and my travel companion, Jenea, rushes back from the bathroom, sits down, and says this might have been a big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And I look at her, and I look out at the street where tuk-tuks are battling pedestrians, and then I look over to her monstrous backpacks that are dwarfing our table, and I think there's so much to choose from here. Was it that we're two single 30-year-old women traveling together for the first time via backpacking through Southeast Asia, like you do? Um, you know, what, what could it have been? We were kind of those friends, those modern-day friends. You know, we brunched, we pubbed, we talked to boys. But really, like, our only super big bond was we were both obsessed with Golden Girls. <laughs> ripe for travel together. Um, so I look at her, she looks at me and she says, again, I just saw the biggest fucking rent. And we look at her bowls, which are empty. And I go, Meh. I'm somewhat comforted by the fact that I was very clearly having just consumed a shrimp noodle bowl. Like, I could tell it was shrimp. (laughs) Jenea, who was the surprising pessimist of the trip, was not comforted by the fact that she'd just eaten shrimp because she had just eaten a shrimp noodle bowl from the Rat kitchen. Um, And so I'm teasing her about her pessimism all the way out to go meet our bus, and of course, they had left us. So, point one for Jay. And uh, so there we are at the bus depot, and she is using her phrase book, and she's really like trying to communicate the urgency that we need to get out of the way that evening, in order for us to ever be able to reach Phu Long Bay, which was Janea's entire reason for being in Vietnam. I was just tagging along. So there she is, really, really forcefully trying to get that across, and I'm like trying to pantomime and like interpret the dance, and like we need to get away. I wasn't really happy, but somehow they suddenly took pity on us and said, Okay, there's one last bus out of the city tonight. It's a local bus, but you can still catch it. Jay and I look at each other. A bus is a bus! And we continued to think that a bus was a bus until we loaded onto the contraption that was to take us the 400 miles that we still had to get to. Hold on. And this thing, our tourist bus was cushy, and clean, and comfortable, and beautiful, and this thing that we were boarding was beat to hell, and it looked like it belonged in a dump, and it didn't look like it would have gotten even a mile, let alone the 400 we still had to go, and yet there we were. So we squeeze down this little tiny aisle, all the way to the back of the bus, and it is dirty and dingy and smells of despair. <laughs> and we find these seats in the very very back corner of the bus, and there is a bottom bunk and a top bunk. And I take the bottom bunk, and Janae goes up the skinny little ladder to the top bunk because she's a better person than I am. <laughs> and we just laugh at each other because. What else are we going to do? We just know we are in for a miserable 13 hours. We're gonna try and like vibe our way through it, but it's gonna be a funny story in the morning. And my words to her were, We can do anything for 13 hours. And I have seen enough horror movies to know that this is stupid. It was really, 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 really stupid. You do not Anything, you do not say I will be right back because that is waving a red flag in front of fate, and fate will be like, Yeah, you would have been against the house, Fate will find a way to fuck you up, which it did because four hours later, I was the sickest I had ever been in my entire life. In a few short hours, I had become a shell of the person who had boarded that bus. I was doubled over beyond any caring of dignity. Um, And Jenea was a rock. I mean, this girl took care of me. She did everything that she could to try and bring me a sliver of comfort in what was just atrocity all the while braving a fucking bronco of a death trap. So this boss, had no brakes, had no shocks, it barely had wheels. I mean, maybe it had a one brake, which was halfway worn we through. Plus, it was being driven by a homicidal maniac. He did not care about the mortality of anybody on that bus. He did not care about the mortality of anybody on the road. He would have legally aimed for small animals. And definitely children, and did not care that there was somebody dying on the back of his bus. <laughs> At one point, I don't know what he ran over, but it was bad. And Janaea gets stuck, <laughs> and her head strikes the top, and she has a gash an inch wide, and she is kind of done. Like, she's just out for the night, and I realize that there is no more help coming from this quarter. <laughs> ever been in my life trapped on this wildly swerving, mad bus insanely ill. And so it got to the darkest, blackest point of night. i lost all track of time. And I didn't realize at first that the bus had come to a stop. And then I didn't realize at first that the men carrying machine guns were actually boarding the bus. I thought they were a figment of my fondest nightmare. I thought that they had come to shoot me and put me out of my misery. Sweet death, come take me. Finally, it, it struck me that no, these are men with machine guns and they are searching this bus. And one sees me. white face. Sweat-drenched, wild-eyed, strung-out-looking, clutching something desperately to my chest, and he is like, "Hmm, what's up?" So he's coming at me with a machine gun and a flashlight, and I realize he is going to take my sick bag. My <laughs> To do to get it. But it was precious. And this man was coming for it. And I would be damned if he had it. And so some kind of rage or force or something reared up in me and I growled, no! Lowers his machine gun to the ground and slowly (laughs) backs off the bus. I couldn't have been looking great. And the inky black fades to charcoal and charcoal to pewter. And then finally, I see the skyline of Hanoi in the breaking light of dawn. And the bus stops. I have no power in my limbs. I am so weak. I am the most vulnerable I have ever been in my life. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And all I could do was cry. And then I felt my friend, and I felt her arm come beneath me. And she had me. And she got me off the bus. And she dropped me to a real hotel with a real bed. And I passed out. And when I woke up, it was night again, and my friend sat in the bed opposite, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and all I could think, because her face had become so beloved to me in 13 hours, was thank you. And she said, you're welcome. I'll be right back. <laughs> and it was her turn to get the sickest she had ever been in her entire life. And we languished in this hotel Weak, pitiful, pathetic. I mean, we were a pair. All we could do to get each other's spirits to get through it was to sing the theme song to the Golden Girls. Over and over and over again. And the first verse we had down flat. The second verse we fought over. We couldn't stand, but we were fighting about the words to the second verse. Like, who had the gift? We didn't get it. But now, the Golden Girls theme song, or I think the Golden Girls, I even see the name, Dorothea Rose, I think of those, those cheesy-ass lyrics, the thank you for being a friend, um, travel down the road and back again, your heart is true, and you're a pal and a confidant, and I think, fuck yeah. <laughs> we did that. We traveled down that road in a shitty bus, and we got each other back again. And so when I hear it, I don't think of the disaster trip. I think of this incredible friendship that was forged on the crucible of the disaster trip, and it's a friendship that remains vital and true and strong to this day. And so, if I had it to do all over again, if I was back in way, fuck when we did it, I would not have gone to that restaurant. <laughs> Local bus with a 10 foot pole. But I can't bring myself to regret it. Thank you for being a friend.